Oh, you know what I didn't put on my notes? Because I have Biden dementia, and so I'm looking at my notes now. You know what I didn't put on here? I didn't put on here the OnlyFans story. And I think I have to do the OnlyFans. That's what I teased, right? That's my promo, right, Josh? Okay, so I, I promoed that I was going to talk about how I'm getting an OnlyFans, uh, and I didn't put it on my actual show prep sheet because, well, pff, nuclear bombs went off over the weekend. Uh, but this hour, I am going to be talking to you about the vaccine, um, death rates. The Obama variant of COVID has now emerged as the next deadly strain of COVID. Uh, Ivermectin, ma- a new mask study came out, which once again proves Casey was right. Uh, and if we have time, Florida. We'll talk about some interesting things that are happening in Florida. Not because you care about Florida, but because they're a part of a broader media narrative that I think you need to be aware of. All right, so let's um, let's just go through this here. The FDA has approved the Pfizer vaccine. So officially, there is a vaccine now that is FDA approved. Uh, the approval process is controversial. There's a lot of people that are pointing out that there is some real issues with this, including members of Congress who are saying, hey, uh, not exactly sure about this. The, the tests aren't even done yet. What are you doing giving approval to the Pfizer vaccine? Uh, of course, the other aspect of that is why was the Pfizer vaccine approved? That's the other aspect of this. Uh, let's take a look at Senator Johnson. Senator Johnson said the FDA hastily approved the Pfizer vaccine to enforce vaccine mandates. Is Senator Johnson a quacky conspiracy theorist from Wisconsin? Republican, Wisconsin, by the way. Or does he have a point? Let's just, let's take the media narrative at face value here. Senator Johnson, Republican from Wisconsin, is a crazy kook conspiracy theorist who is out there telling you that approving the Pfizer vaccine is just some grand, oh, I don't know, great reset scheme to force ma- vaccine mandates. Nobody's doing that. That's not true. Oh, here comes the U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Murthy, who says uh, he believes that the FDA approval of the Pfizer vaccine will allow more businesses and universities to move forward with vaccine requirements. Hey, hey Senator Johnson's not a kook. Who knew? Who knew? And I'm look, that's high praise coming out of Wisconsin. We are talking about people from Wisconsin now. If you're not a kook and when you come out of Wisconsin, you've done good for yourself. So Senator Johnson, not a whack job. Turns out he's right. Huh? Of course, we've been telling you this for a long time. By Labor Day, this was going to happen. We already told you that. And I said, look for it to be Pfizer, which won't make any sense. We we now have the, the hashtag told you. It's, it's here for a reason. I keep making predictions. They keep coming true. I don't know how. The only Magic 8-Ball that I have is from 5 Below. Have you ever seen the Magic 8-Balls from 5 Below, Josh? They don't have the liquid in them. That You just push a button and it spins like the old... <laughs> That's all I use. And I still keep getting it right almost every time. It's strange how that keeps happening. So anyway, Johnson wrote a letter uh, to the FDA on their announcement on Friday... And let's see that uh, that it would not hold a formal advisory committee meeting to discuss Pfizer's application for full approval of its COVID-19 vaccine. Just so you know, while Pfizer was approved by the FDA, it wasn't approved in the standard process. Okay, it's a totally different process. And there's a lot of folks, including doctors, who are looking at this and going, hey, uh, not kosher, not not okay. 
I see no need to rush the FDA approval process for any of the three COVID-19 vaccines, he wrote. This is Senator Johnson. The observational phases of FDA approval take time because there is no substitute for time in detecting and determining possible long-term harm. Johnson warned that vaccine mandates could destabilize America's health care facilities. All right. So, look, here's here's the thing. Um, he went on to talk about a shortage of health care workers and frontline doctors and things like that, and that um, having vaccine mandates would exacerbate that shortage. He is 100 percent right. I will play you evidence of that uh, just in, in a little bit. So the FDA approves this thing. But, you know, we've been over the data here. This is pretty crystal clear the johnson and johnson vaccine is the worst vaccine that the u.s has right against covid it does not work against delta at all johnson and johnson vaccine is basically you might as well inject yourself a saline solution when it comes to the delta variant it will protect you uh, somewhat against alpha but against delta not so much the johnson and johnson vaccine is utter and complete trash when it comes to the delta variant It's not me saying that. That is the science saying that. Then you have Pfizer. Now, Pfizer is less than 50% effective against the Delta variant. That's data from Israel and the United States now. So we've got more than one country's data showing that the Pfizer vaccine is less than 50% effective. Okay. The Moderna vaccine is over 70% effective against the Delta variant. Now, I'm only talking to the people who might be interested in getting vaccinated. The rest of you just, you know, I don't know, go suck down a burrito and give me a couple of minutes to go over this. Because if you don't like the vaccines or you're just like, no vaccine is good, whatever, I don't care. Okay, that's not what we're talking about right now. It's relevant to the discussion. Of the three vaccines that are available in the United States, there is no denying there is a scientific consensus Moderna is superior. That's my point. So, why did Pfizer get the approval? Now, we go back in time when the vaccine development was happening. Moderna was the first one to start developing a vaccine. Moderna was the first one to go to trial. Moderna was the first everywhere except... At the very last minute, right before Moderna, when when Moderna announced they were going to release their findings, Pfizer's CEO jumped the gun like a week before and said, ours is 94% effective. And Moderna's like, huh? So Moderna goes out and says, hey, next week we're going to give you the results of our our, uh, testing. And Pfizer's CEO just jumped the gun. And it happened to be just slightly better than Moderna. Slightly better than Moderna, right? Slightly better than Moderna. So it's almost like the Pfizer CEO knew what Moderna's results were going to be. And so Pfizer jumped the gun. But the news media in this country was constantly telling you about Pfizer, 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 Pfizer. They ignore Moderna, who was, without a doubt, first to the dance. Now... We've got three vaccines in the country. Moderna, by a wide margin, is the superior vaccine, according to the data that we have now, as far as fighting against the Delta variant. Pfizer doesn't do very good against the Delta variant. So why did Pfizer 
get this expedited FDA approval, not going through the normal FDA approval process, while Moderna did not. Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Anybody have any idea why that why that might be? Uh, all right, let's let's go to opensecrets.org, shall we? <clears throat> uh, for the 2021 election cycle, Pfizer Inc. has already donated $6.67 million for political lobbying. $6.67 million in the 2021 year. Okay? That doesn't include 2020. This is purely 2020. We're only eight months into this thing, and they've already donated almost $6.7 million. Now, that is direct from Pfizer, and that is from all of their subsidiaries combined. Pfizer Direct is about $5.5 million, and then the rest of their subsidiaries. So it's a total of $6.67 million in 2021 alone that Pfizer has given in political lobbying money. Interesting stuff, don't you think? Where has most of that money gone? 54% of it went to Democrats. Okay. How much money did Moderna dole out for for this year? $130,000. Huh. Do you think perhaps money might... (laughs) Do, Do you think perhaps money... Might be a little speck of this. Just, just, a t- just. A t- <laughs> Let's see. <clears throat> Moderna is the superior vaccine of the three. Yet Pfizer, which is struggling mightily against the Delta variant, is the one that gets expedited FDA approval over the weekend. But Pfizer gives about six point seven million dollars in political lobbying for the twenty twenty one year alone. Moderna only gave 130 grand. Hmm. Which one might be more helped by the political process, which the FDA is heavily influenced by? Could it be, oh, I don't know, the company with the inferior product that donated $6.7 million or the company with the superior product that only donated 130 grand? Hmm. Hmm. Josh? Hmm? $6.7 million or $130,000? Which one do you think? might get the nod from the politicians. You think the company that has the the bad product? Well, I'm not going to say bad. Worst product? Who gave $6.7 million to politicians? Or or the company has the better product and only gave $130,000 to to politicians? I wonder wonder why why that's happening. Oh, and by the way, uh, the news media is lying to you about ivermectin, including local news channels. Shocker! We'll talk about that coming up on 95.3 MNC. Did that really happen, Josh? Did that really happen? Did somebody really call and say, can you have Casey look into how much money Pfizer and Moderna gave to politicians after I after I just got done doing that exact same thing? Did, He's trying to call in while I was going over all of it. Okay. Pfizer in 2021 alone in the eight months and 23 days of 2021, Pfizer has given $6.7 million, just shy of it, $6.7 million to politicians 
Moderna is given 130K. I wonder why the inferior vaccine got approved in a special process, but not the superior one. Hmm. You still think it's about your health? You still think this has anything to do with your health? I have been, have I or have I not? Going back into 2020, when vaccine research was first announced, have I or have I not been telling you from the very beginning, this push for Pfizer in spite of Moderna clearly leading the way by the news media and by politicians only made sense only made sense if you looked at the money. Only. So, just uh, throwing that out there. All right. Let's talk about the ivermectin. Got a bunch of people tagging me and stuff. There's all sorts of news articles about ivermectin. Local news channel. The FDA says it has received multiple reports of patients hospitalized after taking ivermectin, an anti-parasite drug commonly used in horses to treat or prevent COVID-19. That is the headline on a Facebook post by a local TV news station. The headline of the article is FDA urges people not to take animal worm drug to treat or prevent COVID-19. These are two very misleading headlines. These are headlines that are designed, designed to mislead you. That is the only way to push, or, well, that's the only, not push it. It's the only way to say it. All right, so let's go to Newsmax. FDA, people shouldn't take livestock drug to fight COVID. Uh, it, what do you, what do you? <laughs> Here's what you need to know about ivermectin, okay? <clears throat> ivermectin comes in two forms. Ivermectin comes in a human safe form that has been showing tremendous promise in battling COVID. Ivermectin is seen as an alternative to hydroxychloroquine. Ivermectin used to have its praises sung by all sorts of doctors all over the world, and then suddenly, automagically, that stopped. In fact, it was so odd that there was a dramatic overnight shift in the coverage of ivermectin that a lot of outlets picked up on the weird and sudden change in messaging that were coming from it. How is it that news outlets that were telling you doctors say that ivermectin has tremendous promise, and then the next day, all of a sudden, it was ivermectin will kill you. Hey, remember the last time you had people on television like, oh, I don't know, Cavuto, telling you if you take hydroxychloroquine, you will die. You will die. That's what he said. I'm quoting him. I'm not paraphrasing. I am quoting Neil Cavuto on Fox News. If you take uh, hydroxychloroquine, you will die. That is Cavuto. Cavuto knows a lot about stocks. Cavuto knows nothing about any, anything else, okay? He knows, he knows stocks. He knows economic stuff. Zero about anything else. Now, when you're a local news channel, 60, uh, and you go out there and tell people these misleading headlines, and you look at the comments on Facebook and you begin to understand exactly how effective this mis these misleading headlines are for people who don't actually open the article and read it. The Food and Drug Administration is cautioning people to not take the animal variant of ivermectin. The animal variant of ivermectin has too much ivermectin in it. It can, like, kill you and stuff. Um, the idea that you're going to take something that is designed for horses, for your little tiny body, does not make much sense, right? That's what we call on this show Chewbacca. It does not make sense. And yes, that is what the FDA is warning about. Because people are going to their doctor, actually had an inquiry today. Somebody listened to the show, came down with the COVID, and they said, hey, do you know of a doctor who will give, uh, give hydroxychloroquine? Mine will not. 
Uh, and when people are not given medications that can help them with COVID, what do you think they do? They find the next best thing. With hydroxychloroquine, it was fish tank cleaner. Are those people particularly bright? Nope. Uh, when it comes to ivermectin, what do they do? They get it from a farm supply store. Is that particularly bright? Nope. Is the Darwin Award in full effect for those cases? Yep. But the media is doing the public a great disservice here by painting ivermectin as some crazy kook conspiracy. So let's do, let's just do this, okay? Can, can we do this? Um, there are websites who track all of these studies, by the way, and link to every single one of them. So allow me to just tell you about ivermectin, okay? 63 studies have been done on ivermectin. 42 of them are peer-reviewed. 31 of them are randomized controlled trials. If something doesn't have a peer review, it means nothing. Randomized controlled trial, even better. So we look for peer review first. If we've got a randomized controlled trial, this is basic scientific method stuff. For you younglings out there, they probably didn't teach that to you in school. I'm sorry. But this is how they get away with telling you that the science is settled on man-made global warming. There has never been a scientific method study applied to global warming ever. It's not happened. It's an unproven lab theory. That's it. So, of the peer-reviewed studies, 42 out of 63 studies are peer-reviewed. Ivermectin is 86% effective when taken as a prophylactic. If you don't take it as a prophylactic and you start treatment in the early stages of COVID, the peer-reviewed studies show that ivermectin is 75% effective. If you start giving ivermectin to a COVID patient late after COVID has fully developed, they've already got serious symptoms, the 42 peer-reviewed studies show that ivermectin is 43% effective. The number of patients in, that, in those peer-reviewed studies are 16,455. The authors of those studies total 436. So 436 experts did 42 peer-reviewed studies and tested over 16,000 patients, and they found that if you take ivermectin as a prophylactic, it is 86% effective. If you take it early, once you know you have COVID before your symptoms really set in, it is 75% effective. And if you take it late, it is 43% effective, which is about as effective as the Pfizer vaccine is against the Delta variant, by the way. Interesting. Of the randomized controlled trials, there are 31 out of the 63 total studies are randomized controlled trials. The randomized controlled trials found that using ivermectin as a prophylactic is 84% effective. When used in early treatment, it is 61%. Used late treatment, it is 30% effective. So, obviously, using ivermectin as a prophylactic is muy importante which is probably why some of the top scientists in the nation of Israel who work for their government say that we could be fighting COVID and the Delta variant for less than a dollar a day with either ivermectin. Now, does the news media know any of this? Nope. They don't even know where to find these studies. So they run around and they poo-poo it as if it were some kind of a horse drug or something like that and belittle people who are trying to save their own lives. we got more coming up, 95.3 MNC.
Okay, 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 okay. Jeez. All right, by the way, caller called back to Josh and said, no, 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 clarification. How much money is they, have they given in previous years? Uh, Pfizer lots, Moderna little. Now, Moderna does, and somebody did call and point this out. Moderna does have a contract with the NIH, so the Moderna and NIH have a, a business relationship that makes Moderna millions and millions of dollars. But I was simply talking about the political donations when it came to all of that. So all of the political donations from either the companies themselves or their subsidiaries are all tracked. You can't hide that money around. But there is a contract that Moderna has with NIH that makes them a lot of money. So people are saying, please put the hydroxychloroquine information into the the Daily Show prep along with the ivermectin stuff, please. Uh, okay, I will. I have done that. I, I've made this as easy as I can. By the way, there have been 278 studies on hydroxychloroquine. Uh, the average on hydroxychloroquine, okay, out of 278, 204 show positive effects of hydroxychloroquine. So early treatment, hydroxychloroquine is 65% effective. Late treatment is 21% effective. So is hydroxychloroquine still effective? Yeah, I can personally attest to it. However, uh, the data favors ivermectin. Although hydroxychloroquine has been studied a lot more than ivermectin, ivermectin still has over 60 studies to its credit. So we've got 278 studies that show, as an aggregate, hydroxychloroquine will help somebody who has COVID. We've got 64, 62 or 64 studies that show that ivermectin will help you against COVID. Do you know how many we have about masks helping reduce or slow the spread of COVID? Big fat zero. Big fat. Trust the science, folks. Big fat zero. There's a great band from Las Vegas called Big Bad Zero. That's what we have with mask studies. Zero. Showing that they work against COVID. But we got 204 saying hydroxychloroquine works. And we got 64 saying ivermectin works. Just tossing that out there for old time's sake. All right. What else do we have here? Oh, oh, oh. There is a new mask study, by the way, that came out. Uh, this new mask study, <clears throat> I know, I know it's going to it's gonna bother some of you, but a uh, new mask study just came out and said, yeah, masks don't really do that good. Uh, and they mostly looked at surgical masks, and surgical masks are universally considered to be better than your Mima's crocheted mask that you bought from Etsy. And, yeah, um, sorry, it, it just, it, I, I don't know what to tell you. Now, in the study, I will give you a caveat. They're saying that masks, uh, your your surgical mask, and surgical masks are more effective than cloth masks because surgical masks, uh, the layers that they have, that uh, is a polypropylene, I think it is, it has a static charge. So particles are, like, drawn to it. So it's like static electricity, and they stick to it as opposed to getting out. Now, if you go to the FDA's website right now, I went over this last week, the FDA's website, the Food and Drug Administration, which is a part of the government, right, Josh? Yes, Josh is nodding his head. Yes, he doesn't know. But yes, it's a part of the federal government. The FDA, which just approved the Pfizer vaccine for all of you to get if you're over the age of 15 years old. Over the age of 15 years old. It doesn't go down to 12, though. Over the age of 15. But the FDA that just approved the Pfizer vaccine on their website says surgical masks do not filter the particles from the air and should not be used and are not effective uh, against uh, aerosolized viruses. That is on the FDA's website right now as a general statement. You can go look if you want. It's FDA.gov. 
just like search like COVID, mass, do whatever. You'll find the page. It's not that hard to find, okay? Really easy for you to find. So again, friendly reminder, scientific community universally acknowledges surgical masks are better than your Mima's mask, and the government and the scientific community have universally said surgical masks will not protect you. So this new study that just came out focused on surgical masks. Those are the blue masks that you see. Do I need to describe what a surgical mask is? I think everybody kind of gets that. It does not work. It is 90% ineffective. So in other words, if you sneeze out with a surgical mask, 90% of the particles get through in their lab result. Okay? Now, of course, they say in their study, which means there's there's at least a maybe a 10% chance that it'll work. No. That's not what it means. That means 100% of you who cough or sneeze, who have COVID, will spread your germs somewhere nearby. 100% of you. It just won't be 100% of the particles that you're spewing out. Now, is there an outlier chance, Casey, that that could save somebody's life? Maybe. But we haven't seen a real-world example of that in over a year and a half, have we? Nope. That's the latest study on surgical masks done by pro-mask people who still endorse wearing masks even though they're acknowledging in their own study that they're not effective. It's not me saying it. That's them saying it. Just letting you know. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. You're welcome. What? Too conceited? Do I need to dial it back just a little bit? Josh says I need to dial it back just a little bit. Sorry. It was, you know, it was National Radio Day last week. And on National Radio Day, weird, 10 years ago, I posted about coming here and there was some weird story. So I screenshot it from like my Facebook memories and posted it. It was it was like just a weird thing that kind of happened because it's not the same day every year, but go figure. All right, to the phone lines we go. Roger, welcome to the program. Uh Casey? Yeah. What's on your hey, mind, man? Yo, wow. Hey, I've listened to you forever. I love talking or uh love listening to you. But literally five minutes ago. I just got a text that said, regardless of vaccination status, we are all going to be required to wear face masks at uh, Aldi. Okay. Are they giving you N95s? Nope. I'm assuming it's just going to be the cloth masks that we had when I first started. Do you have the, the option of picking whatever. your own? Uh, Probably. If I wanted to come in with my own, yeah, maybe. You know what you should do? You should go yeah. you should go over to Harbor Freight or some another hardware store. I'm only picking Harbor Freight because it's cheap and you should get a real respirator. They're green and they have the <laughs> the two cartridges on them and you should wear that. Now here's the thing. That oh, yeah. that one actually works. <laughs> so, just like coming with a big the big, yeah, big man. mask that's just completely filtered. I, I, mean, I love it. Here's the thing, man. You're going to be uncomfortable and miserable all day, but you yep. will be protected from breathing in COVID. Now, to still go through your eyeballs, so you got to get yep. some got to get some goggles, right? They got safety goggles at, at Harbor Freight too. Here's the thing: if they're <laughs> going to require you to have a mask, go in there with one that's actually going to do something for you. No kidding. 
what are they going to do? Tell you to take it off? I don't know. I I just got that text and I was listening to you and I was like, I got to say this. So, well, I mean, isn't it funny that they send that out the day after a new study comes out and says they don't work? Yeah. You find that interesting? Regardless of vaccination status, too. I can't believe it. Well, and and here's, look, here's the thing. You have hundreds of thousands of fully vaccinated people who are sick with COVID right now. Jesse Jackson, you know, race baiting Jesse Jackson, he and his wife are fully vaccinated. They're in the hospital with COVID right now. Thousands of people who are fully vaccinated have died from COVID. So, by the way, most people who are vaccinated have a milder form of COVID, um, and they're okay. But they probably, maybe, potentially could have had a milder case of COVID anyway as a natural process of being a human being. We don't know enough about it yet. Um, But if they're going to require you to wear a mask, I say go in there with one that actually will protect you. And at that point, here's the thing, Roger, what what I think is going to happen is they're going to tell you to take it off because it'll be scaring the customers. That's what I think they're going to tell you. And, yeah, I think so, too. And I think you've got a case to go, wait a minute, hold on. This is an actual respirator with carbon filters, and this will actually filter out the virus, and you are telling me I can't protect myself with proper yeah. equipment? Yeah. Yeah, and, and record everything. I mean, and that's my, it. My question for this whole thing, like, my question is, what's the next step, you know, for flu season and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. The gonna... next step. Dude. This is part of the reason that people are fighting the mandates. It's honestly, it's less about these particular vaccines. It's that once we know that there is a mandate and that they will go, they will go allowed and the courts will allow that to happen. They will mandate any other vaccine that comes out there. You know, Gardasil came out several years ago and was maiming little girls. Okay. And if you don't remember, Gardasil now is fine. But the first iteration of the vaccine was not. And it was maiming little girls, and they were scaring everybody. If you don't get the Gardasil shot, your kid's going to get HPV, and they're going to get cancer. Turns out that almost nobody with HPV develops cancer. Almost nobody. So what was the point of the vaccine? Money. Did it actually protect people? Does it protect people now? Sure. But initially, there were some serious problems with the vaccine. This is why 30% of the medical industry is looking at this thing and going, we're not so sure about this yet. Because vaccines have a long and rich history in their first iterations of causing some harm. That doesn't mean that they didn't do some good, too. It's just that people would rather minimize their risk, especially if they're a healthy person. So, you know, if they're going to require you to protect yourself from COVID, then protect yourself from COVID. And let them be the ones to tell you you're not allowed to. Yeah, and I can't wait for two months and when when we all get our booster shots and it's still the same rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not going to go away. You know, they'll keep, look, they're going to keep this going as long as they think they can bleed it for politics. That's, yep. that's just the sad, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry that it happened to you. I'm not surprised, but I would say if you're actually interested in protecting yourself. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I'm surprised it took them so long. But look, if they're actually going to make you protect yourself with a mask, then get one that will actually work. Get a real respirator that has carbon filters on it and protect yourself. Maybe even one with the full face shield so you don't need the goggles. It's got the full... You know, <laughs> Do that. Seriously, man. Protectors. I'm telling you right now, they're going to have a fit with it. All right. I got to run. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Uh, we got, I don't know what time it is. Here we go. All right. We're good. We're good. I'm just saying, if you're going to require somebody to wear a mask because you don't want them to spread COVID or get COVID, and we know that these other masks don't work, 
let them come in with real respirators that actually work and let them protect themselves. Got more coming up, 95.3 MNC.